Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites. The haze, which affected us here in Singapore last month, has more or less cleared up over the last week or two. But it is still crucial to take note of the long term negative effects that air pollutants like haze could cause to our health. Now, according to a study, more than 90% of the world's population live in areas with dangerous levels of air pollution due to vehicle industrial emissions, even wildfires. These air pollutants can impact one's cardiovascular health. Bearing that in mind, there are precautionary steps that can be taken to reduce our inhalation of these air pollutants and lessen our chances of pollutant-related diseases. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Dr. Jonathan Tan, family physician, Silver Cross Family Clinic Yishun, a member of Healthway Medical Group, to tell us all about air pollutants, the risks of air pollutant inhalation, and how we can protect ourselves against these health problems that these cause. Welcome to the show. Okay, what, let's get right to it. What are some of the common air pollutants that Singaporeans inhale around the year and that causes concerns? Yep, so in generally, there are five things that we are more concerned about. So first up, particulate matter, PM. So I guess a lot of people will be very familiar with PM 2.5. Right. So these are actually microscopic kind of solids that are suspended in air. Um, they can be comprises of um, multiple things, organic metals, fumes, coals, mm-hmm. ashes and whatnot. The other four things that we are concerned about is sulfur dioxide, ozone, nitrogen dioxide and carbon monoxide. And each of these will have actually very different kind of effects on the body. And how exposed are we to all of these different types of uh, pollutants? Right. So I think that the difficulty about studying pollution is that it's very, very variable. Mm -hmm. So it really um, differs seasonally, geographically. The kind of air pollutants that we find here will be very, very different from what we find, say, in the States or in in London. Right. So for Singapore, fortunately for us, most times of the year, our air quality is quite good. Mm -hmm. So really what um, we face is really a very seasonal problem which is haze which again you know comprises each of all these five major kind of pollutants okay what are some of the effects that we should be concerned about for our health with these air pollutants? Right. So the most common kind of presentation that we see, the haze really affects every body parts. Sure. Right. So the, the ones that we see very commonly at my clinic will be those that affect the eyes. So mm-hmm. patients usually come in with red eyes and complaining of an itchy, burning sensation of the eyes. It can affect other systems as well, skin, the respiratory system, um, as well as the nasal symptoms. So we will see um, usually during the haze period, there will be about probably a 20% increase in this kind of Allergic symptoms. Okay, so clearly if you're asthmatic or you're suffering a precondition that affects your breathing, haze is going to be worse for you. Yeah, it, it will be. Right. So what can we do to protect ourselves? So really, first up is to be up to date with the PSI. And mm-hmm. nowadays, we are also looking at the PM2.5. Right. The PM2.5 is important because, like I alluded earlier, this particulate matter, especially very small particulate matters, actually penetrates deeper into the blood mm-hmm. streams and as well as the lungs. And therefore, the effects by these small metals will usually be um, um, more devastating as right. such. Right. So people with asthma or with any form of lung diseases per se, the direct inhalation of these pollutants actually directly affect the lungs and then they cause symptoms. 
Okay. Is it just the lungs or what if you're someone with heart issues? Right. The way pollution affects the heart is actually by two um, major pathways. Mm-hmm. So the heart and the, and, and the respiratory system is very much linked, right? So right. we take in oxygen, oxygen goes to the blood, the blood gets sent to the major organs, mm-hmm. right? So people with poor heart have very, very low reserves, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes anything that affects the heart that causes the, the oxygen absorption to be poor will affect the cardiovascular system directly. Right. The, the second cause that it sometimes can cause is that now these studies find that these particulate matters actually do enter our bloodstreams and in the blood vessels of the heart, it actually can give rise to inflammation and with this, it can actually speed up arteriosclerosis and therefore give rise to coronary artery diseases. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is they can help to cause blockages. Yes, it can. Let's talk about some of the more serious things that could happen from uh, prolonged exposure to haze. So if it, we've had bad haze situations in the past where it was weeks of very, very unhealthy exposure. So first of all, what are we concerned about there? What is the more serious side of the spectrum of what could happen to us? And then who is at most risk? Right. So I, I think first up, the asthmatics will probably be a very high risk. Mm-hmm. And usually when the haze comes and when the haze, when the haze is quite bad, we do see severe exacerbations of asthma. Okay. Fortunately, most of these are usually being, uh, we're able to manage them in the clinic setting by giving them nebulizers, by mm-hmm. giving them steroids to control the situations. But there are instances, instances where the asthma is very bad and sometimes this would need emergency care at the hospital. Okay. And who is most vulnerable? All poorly controlled asthmatics. So mm-hmm. for asthma, um, it is a little bit more independent of the type of demographics. But I guess for the other conditions like heart failure, like a bad heart, coronary artery diseases, then I would say usually the elderly will be a bit more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, for airway-related problems, probably the children are a bit more susceptible than the young, healthy adults. What about pregnant women? So for pregnant women, there are some studies to suggest that air pollution, probably not so much the haze, but the chronic air pollution has been sometimes associated with low birth weight, stillborn, premature birth. But really, like I said, the study of haze, of air pollution is a very difficult subject. So there are suggestions and we do warn our pregnant ladies about it as well and give them the necessary type of advice to help to minimise that. Okay. What you're saying is it's not just pregnant woman that may be susceptible, but also her unborn child. Yes, so the haze can sometimes can have a detrimental effect on the unborn child as well. So she should stay indoors when the PSI levels are pretty high. Yep, so for pregnant women, they're also considered as the vulnerable population. Mm-hmm. So when the haze, when the PSI is in the very unhealthy range, this group of patients are also advised to stay indoors and try to minimise outdoor contact. So the elderly our very young children and pregnant women. Okay. How about long-term effects to children? This is an annual thing that we're doing. You know, we're experiencing the haze almost every year. So is there a danger to the children over the long term? So again, the, the haze affects us very seasonally. Mm-hmm. And I would think in my opinion that the duration of haze that affects us is probably not long enough to, to really cause very serious detrimental effects to a long-term um, development of a child. Right. Right? But there are studies overseas, especially in very polluted countries, that sometimes long-term exposure to air pollution can have a detrimental effect on the development of children. Mm-hmm. A few examples could be um, they could be more prone to developing neuro- neuropsychological problems like autism, um, developmental delays and whatnot. So best way to protect them is to keep them indoors during these seasonal haze problems. Yes, I would think so. One of the signs that um, a person will show 
who may be in danger of suffering from a medical condition caused by air pollutant inhalation. So like I say, people who are already having very poorly controlled asthma, mm -hmm. if let's say they are already having frequent exacerbations of asthma, even without the haze, we know that these patients are definitely at much higher risk of getting a severe, if not even sometimes life-threatening kind of trigger of asthma during the haze. Of course, patients with very poor cardio and respiratory symptoms as well. So some of these conditions could be patients who, for example, have shortness of breath and they climb a flight of stairs, mm -hmm. who have very, very poor cardiac reserves, can sometimes be at risk of serious so illness. So that's what we're looking for, that they're having troubles after a flight of stairs... What are the symptoms are we looking in, in case it's somebody we know, not necessarily ourselves? Right. So I guess the symptoms will be really the cardiovascular kind of symptoms. So we can, we are think, looking at things like shortness of breath, mm -hmm. chest pain. Um, we call them decreased effort tolerance, meaning to say that patients find that they have to stop, catch their breath and rest before proceeding with strenuous activities again. All right. How reversible are any of these issues that are caused by air pollutants inhalation? Right. So, so like I alluded to, earlier. Fortunately, the haze affects us probably a couple of weeks, probably one to two months in a year. Right. So usually short-term exposure to this haze, the, the effects are usually not permanent mm -hmm. and most of these are usually reversible. So like say a very bad case of asthma, we treat them with steroids, we open up their airways and most of them usually go back to their baseline. Right. But sometimes, of course, long-term air pollution has been found to be associated with very permanent damages as well. So again, overseas in countries that face with a chronic year-long kind of air pollution problem, mm -hmm. things like lung cancers and certain forms of cancers are actually associated with air pollution. So this definitely will not be reversible. All right. Do you have any final words of advice to our listeners? I mean, right now we're enjoying rain. The air is much clearer. The PMI is down. The PM 2.5 is in an acceptable range. What if it changes again? Do you have some advice for our listeners? Right. So I guess for people who are susceptible or for people who are concerned, one of the main advice I always give is to be very familiar with the PSI categorization mm -hmm. as well as the PMI, uh, the PM 2.5 rating. So really get timely updates to know where we where we lie and what the air quality is like, which helps you to plan really the activities for the day. And if uh, the PSI is in the very unhealthy range, then really to minimize contact. Right. But I always tell my patients that keeping healthy is a whole thing. So really take good care of your body You know, when, when the weather is good, have a good exercise, take good care of your body and your body will take care of you when the time arises. Alright, thank you so much Dr. Jonathan Tan, family physician, a Silver Cross Family Clinic, Yishun, a member of Healthway Medical Group, for coming in and talking to us about some of the effects that we should be aware of with the Hay Zero Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.